Herald and Review Voices, a series of conversations about Decatur and Central Illinois. Who are the voices? The voices are Herald and Review reporters and Herald and Review readers like you. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to find out how you can participate. Hi, welcome to Herald and Review Voices. I'm entertainment columnist Tim Kane, and I'm here today with uh, Matthew Matthew Flotten. Um, sports copy editor, sports guy, sports because you've done yeah, sports guy. That's yeah. like yeah. Um, and we're here as a result of a column that I wrote a little while back about a specific song off the Zombies album called Odyssey and Oracle. That's right. It's a whole bunch of discussion about music. So I know a bunch of you know me. You're just say, okay, I don't need this one. I'll go to the next one. Um, in the meantime, um, Matt and I share passion about music. I'm kind of surprised that. Um, Matt shares the passion of the two albums that we're about to talk about because they're, you know, it, it's n- not dissimilar to me. I'd be like saying that uh, Beethoven's Ninth is my favorite symphony, which, by the way, it is. Okay. But, <laughs> but it just it just seems like it seems like you shouldn't be digging that far back mm-hmm. because of your age. But that's fine. I'm, I'm sure. glad that people do. And um, the argument that we're taking up here today is which is the better album? Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys or Odyssey and Oracle by the Zombies. This is the kind of discussion that music geeks have all the time. These albums are very similar in style, uh, very similar in theme, and inevitably you'll end up having one person like it more than another. In my column I told the story of how I was talking to a musician who I had just met, and we were getting really deep into what we were discussing, and we started arguing about whether... Pet Sounds and Odyssey and, or Odyssey and Oracle was a better album. I maintained Pet Sounds was, and when I walked away from the discussion, I was convinced that I had won for whatever that <laughs> yes. was worth. And in this, in subsequent years, and this is probably 15 years ago now that I first met this guy, <laughs> and, and we remained friends, and he, and he never lords it over me that eventually it got to the point where I changed my mind and realized he was right. I've got a list of my favorite albums, my, my 365 favorite albums, and Odyssey and Oracle is in the top 20. Pet Sounds is in the top 50. So, and, and and I and I think that I think that you would put them in a similar place. I think that you would you, you have high regard for both of them. Yes, Odyssey is for me is probably close to number one. Okay, okay. Even with contemporary. Wow. Yeah. So. I, and and I I'm making you argue pet songs. But I'm going to argue pet songs, <laughs> and which is pet songs easily top fifteen. Yeah, yeah I mean because I, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the that's the point that we need to make a, to get across here. We're not going to trash the other point, person's point records. counterpoint. Yes. Yeah, it's it's not, it, it's, it's dis- discussing what we love and why we love and why it would be so fantastic. And you can't have two people being effusive over Odyssey and Oracle. <laughs> I do think it's interesting, though, that both of us feel like we could argue either one mm-hmm. over the other. Yeah. Um, I, and I'll also admit that there perhaps is a recency bias, although I guess I, I was going to say I just saw the, uh, the mm-hmm. Zombies do the full Odyssey and Oracle album on a tour, mm-hmm. but I also have seen uh, Brian Wilson do most of Pet Sounds and The Complete Smile. Mm-hmm. In concert, so that's kind of like, well, okay, you know, I mean, so it's not a recency bias of I've seen that most recently. I think, I think for me, what it was was I lived with Pet Sounds for so long, and and, and as I started to peel back Odyssey and Oracle, it was like, oh, oh, there's way more here than I thought mm-hmm. there was. I mean, my 
growing up, my music was definitely the 60s. Mm-hmm. My parents, my grandma actually. And how old are you? I'm, I'm 40, okay. so I'm not not exactly a spring chicken, mm-hmm. but you know, um, but definitely. If there was a radio on, it was to the quote-unquote oldies, okay. 60s. I remember when our radio station, when everyone was getting older and they added the 70s, it was like a travesty. <laughs> it was like, oh, my gosh, you know. So, yeah, my my background is definitely deep into the 60s music. Um, my thoughts on the Beach Boys at first were definitely the, the car-dominated songs, the mm-hmm. high school-dominated songs. And so, you know, getting – I came around to Pet Sounds through the Beatles, where the Beatles – Say that that was what blew their mind. Yeah, they, they went from that. Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul was said to inspire Pet Sounds, and Pet Sounds was said to inspire Sergeant Pepper. And so for the Zombies, it was, I mean, it was the Beatles led me to the Kinks, led me to mm. anything else that sounded similar, and so the Zombies. Uh, not Odyssey so much, but a, a Greatest Hits collection, mm-hmm. which I think is probably their best overall because it trims away everything that's maybe not perfect about Odyssey and adds in the earlier zombie stuff. And so that's what I remember. Uh, mowing lawns, like my in college, with that on my CD player, mm-hmm. <laughs> listening to the Zombies Greatest Hits. So, um, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of interconnectedness between these two albums and these two groups. I mean, both are one of the surviving 60s groups that actually produces new music mm-hmm. that's listenable (laughs) and uh and still on the road and still doing doing their thing one of the pro in in my uh, i'm listing my 365 albums on Mm -hmm. my professional page right now reverse order Mm -hmm. and for the first 100 and uh 166 or 165 i listed my favorites or i listed both my favorite songs on the album and the first one i would play for somebody else Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, you know, just that it wouldn't necessarily be one of my favorites because I'd be wanting to draw you in. Sure. When it got to 200, well, I, when I did the, re- the list originally, I realized I couldn't just list two favorite songs in each album. I had mm-hmm. to go to three. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to list three songs for you and then another one that I'd play for you first. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to assume that those three would be one of those. So what I decided to do instead was take a song off of each album. And whenever I've just, whenever I've discussed this with people, and they've just kind of went, eh. if you don't think that's tough to do, tell me what song you would take <laughs> off of Revolver. Right. Off yeah. of Revolver. Now you 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 mentioned a weakness in Odyssey and Oracle. What would be the what piece would you take out? Well, let me first state that your column, you know, made me reexamine um, Butcher's Tale again mm-hmm. as. As a 20-year-old listening to this, that's the song that doesn't fit in terms yeah. of what what is it doing here. Um, and but you know, uh, after after Butcher's Tale, you've got Friends of Mine, which is a song that's like, yep. wow, that is. You've got a World War One person with you know shell shock. Yeah, and into, a very graphic let's list, story. Yes, let's list our friends that inspire us to make us feel so great inside. Yeah. And so. For years, I gotta tell Which, you. Which, by Butcher's the way, I, may, I must tell you, they were real people. Yes, right. Okay, yes, so yeah. they're band members or friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. About that. Um, no, no. And Butcher's Tale, I gotta say, twenty, you know, ten years ago would have been done mm-hmm. off the album. But now, my gosh, you know, listening to it in this, I don't know, maybe just a maturity, just listening mm-hmm. to like, 
And it's the one song that I think, right, it's the only song that the Chris White sings. Yep. And it's, I mean, he's like the sort of secret genius of the zombies, right? Yes, um, yes. And so, and so his voice, you know, it's not the most beautiful song in terms of singing ability, but there's something to just the, like, a butcher would sing this song, you mm-hmm. know. Um, or a common person, this would maybe how they would sing the song. Um, and so that sort of, that was that would be that would have been my easy answer uh, immediately. I mean, from the pet song side of it, there's a couple instrumentals you can just sort of yeah. Although I ditch I, those. <laughs> I honestly feel like um, in in both cases, mm-hmm. I would miss them if they were gone. They're almost yeah. they're almost a palate cleanser. Yeah, there's not got, looking at this track listing. There's not a loser so much as you know, just maybe just not quite as good. Yeah, a, um, a personal preference that, yeah. would, that would take you away from it. Um, I would say, I know you highlighted it too, but, well, I don't know. <laughs> this will be my. This will be our year. It's a great song, but I don't know. Yeah, and, and, or maybe Brief Candles. Yeah. It's sort of, you know. Well, although it's such a gorgeous song. Yeah. You know, There's really not, I mean, I guess when I say Trim the Fat, I, I guess, you know, I. But then there's Rose Fremily, which is sort of, Maybe I could live without that, but I don't want to live without any of it. Right? right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the song, the song are so beautiful. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's weird that it's an album that opens with a, a letter from a prisoner. Well, this is this is the point I was going to make. You know, it, when we were comparing which is best, pet sounds of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a ten out of ten. Track one. Wouldn't it be nice? No one is beating that song. Mm-hmm. I mean. It, it's sort of corny, but it's corny in like a perfect sort of way. I mean, you know, the only way that this person's going to be happy is through marriage, and you know, wouldn't it isn't going to be happy. I mean, it was included. Uh, it, my favorite, probably like music, film interaction in Roger and Me. If you remember, there's yeah. a scene in Roger and Me where he just a, a person that had a, has like a mental breakdown after being fired, and he turns on the radio. He, he runs out of work, and he he. Wouldn't it be nice? Is on the radio, and then uh, Michael Moore cuts to just the decimation of the city and the juxtaposition with "Wouldn't it be nice?" And so, I mean, that's like lead track number one on a pop sixty song. But then you've got "Care." What is it? I always get the "Care, Care of Cell Forty Four, yep. which is like just that is just like such an amazing topic. Like, mm-hmm. got to be the only song. Sung by a man to a woman in jail. Am I? Am I? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it, it's the, sort of the, the yeah. The flip would be tie a yellow ribbon, but that's 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 going the other way. So you're and right. it's just such a perfect like. Oh man, I can just think about that song just like because you're not really sure what what's going on here. But then it's certainly and then I thought okay, it's it's not a it, for a while I'm like maybe it's not a girl, maybe mm-hmm. it's just a friend. But no, it's definitely romantic, and it's definitely a girl. <laughs> and it's like, what did she do? What? Why is she in jail? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the and the great thing as as you're talking about that, yeah. each zombie song that you mention, I think, well, the vocals in that are so beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's one of the one of the clear things too is that, you know, obviously with the Beach Boys, we understand that harmonies and mm-hmm. and the work that they did was revolutionary and continues to be the the standard, but. The arrangement, that, the arrangements that the zombies were doing with their vocals in a really limited amount of time are really pretty astonishing. Yeah, I mean, I love the Baroque pop stuff. Um, all the, 
there's a band. They sort of had some a couple hits. The Left Bank. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar. Yes. Um, Walk away, Renee. Walk away, Renee. Exactly. Uh, Pretty ballerina. Yes, okay. another one. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, and you know that they're one of my favorites. They, you know, uh, just that I just love the orchestration. Just the I don't know. Just the overall feeling that the music gives. Which mm-hmm. is why why it's some of my favorite all time. They became stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the the one Duff truck Duff the one Duff track for me on Pet Sounds isn't isn't even a Duff mm-hmm. track because I like Sloop John B but it doesn't mm. belong yep. there yep. and and, I, and and even the Beach Boys even Brian Wilson yep. would say that that, that that it got put on because of pressure yeah it's the as I would say sort of the, the um, butcher's tail sort of out of the mm-hmm. out of the sure. realm of what everything else is like but it was their biggest hit um, you know. Follows them around, I'm sure, for yeah. for ages and ages. The the movie they made about the making of Pet Sounds, um, Love and Mercy, mm-hmm. from a few years ago. Yep. Definitely, if you're interested in getting into Pet Sounds, it does a good job of of showing the insanity, literally, of mm-hmm. Brian Wilson at the time. Yeah. And if you ever get a chance to listen to the box sets of the Pet Sounds sessions. Or the Smile Sessions. Or the Smile yeah. Sessions. Pet Sounds thing, quite yeah. amazing, yeah. Uh, they just, you know... He's so pleasant. He's so he's like he possibly in the middle of a mental breakdown from you know dealing with his family and his parents and the yeah. pressure and everything and whatever drugs he was and taking. He's, were the and he's best trying drugs. to piece together these you know, I mean it makes like the wall of sound type stuff look <laughs> simple. Yeah, and, you know? he, and, and he always felt that like Spectre was ahead of him too. That's yeah, the, that's another competitor. Yeah, yeah. And but he he's so polite to these professional you know session musicians like. Do it this way, this way. It's not on the album, but obviously, good vibrations is in the era. Mm-hmm, of, yeah. Could have been, you know, could have been on it. Um, but you know, just listen to and piece together each each little aspect of it is. It's amazing. It's something uh, we're never probably going to get with the the Beatles. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to release all those. <laughs> right. You know, and maybe it was different with. George Martin, but you know, it's just like it's clear that he had he had his idea of what he wanted, and he was going to mold everyone into right. that. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and, and the difference, of course, being that George Martin had the skill, or, or the the yeah, the skill mm-hmm. that's the skill to to actually be able to write out music for yeah, you know, and the Beach Boys didn't. I mean, and that's the thing that that amazes me about all that stuff is you talk about Brian going and talking to each of the musicians. He's not just, he's telling them what to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can keep them all separate in his head. And it's, you know, you know that there are people who can do that kind of thing, you know, where, where it's basically juggling eight pieces of things. And, but for a guy to be able to do that with a piece of music and the kind of pe- music that he was developing at mm-hmm. the time, I'm overwhelmed. And it's like the other Beach Boys, it's, it's amazing to me that the Beach Boys continued on beyond him mm-hmm. sort of checking out. And each Beach Boy sort of take, took, their own little lead role in the in beyond, and they had I mean they have quite a catalog beyond Brian Wilson. You know, mm-hmm. it's different. You know, they become sort of a they definitely ditch the the beach. <laughs> but yeah, and he was they, but, they became more of a Laurel Canyon kind of band. Yeah, too. yeah, right. Um, but it's like you know when he when he's instructing them, it's sort of like wow, there's he's in charge. This is it. But really, they all sort of blossomed into a a band, and even you know. Well, yeah. If, 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 from watching uh, the early clips of Carl playing guitar, 
Mm-hmm. You know, this this pudgy little weasel who you know, can't <laughs> can't even look up without looking. You know, I used to look down at his hands to make sure they're in the right, right. place. And, and then and then he turns into a guy who can do some of the things that he was doing. You know, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, field flows and stuff like that. I mean, it's just. Yeah, feel full as well. Really astounding. And then there's Mike Love, and the less I say about oh, yeah. Mike Love is yeah, just we're, move on. We're in 100 percent agreement on that. What if you were going to recommend uh, Pet Sounds to somebody? Is there is, is there something that's not Beach Boys that you think you can compare it to mm. that that might be an entry point? And, and that might that's an unfair question because yeah. if I'm trying to do the same thing to me with the zombies uh, without us seeing Oracle, I can't do it. Okay, let me let me. Let me ask it this way. This might be a better question. Sure. I had always maintained with pet sounds. Whenever, whenever I recommended to somebody, and they would they would listen to it, and go, yeah. When they would get their heart broken, when they would, if it was a guy and mm-hmm. some girl had just messed him up, yeah. Go listen to the album now. Mm-hmm. And I would say that three quarters of the people I say that to, oh, I get it. Yeah. And I think that might be kind of what you're talking about with Odyssey and Oracle is that, you know, when you're, when you're a younger person, you're not willing to listen to all of that stuff. And it's outside of your experience, mm-hmm. so it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense to you. And why should I listen to a song mm-hmm. that's got a guy hanging on barbed wire and a bird sticking oh, out sure. of his head? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. You know. Um, yeah, the, for, the, for the zombies, it's definitely, I always think of, I always think of the zombies as like, it's a, it's a college age. Mm-hmm. Music, mm-hmm. Uh, college age relationships, whereas Pet Sounds is definitely younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, they weren't that young, but right. But it's definitely a, definitely high school. Yeah, young, um, younger, but still. But looking back on yeah. it, with you know, fifteen years of seasoning yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know, there are some secret, like not so much secrets, but there. What I like about Pet Sounds are maybe even things that aren't really there. It's hard to explain, but like, there's the song. Um, uh, I know there's an answer, and there's a much better version of it. Uh, Hang on to your ego, which is the same thing. It's the same song except the chorus changes to "Hang on to your ego" instead of "I know there's an answer." It's such a better song, and it's hard to imagine like you know just there's a better song from Pet Sounds. Right. But I like that version better. Um, in my mind, um, I'm waiting for the day. Um, is much more dark in my mind because the last, you know, it's a song of a girl's been brokenhearted and Brian Wilson is moving moving in on <laughs> her, and but she's still really sad about it and it's really hard to tell almost if like she likes Brian Wilson or is just maybe he's a friend he's caught in the friend zone I don't know, but the very end of it is almost turns into the Beatles that horrible Beatles song about you better run or whatever where you don't quite realize. Like what he's talking about, but whereas like you didn't think that I would just sit around and let him work. I you didn't think I would just sit back and let you go. Like mm-hmm. what is he talking about? I mean, is well, this the violence? Thing, is this well? And, and <laughs> interesting that you put it that way because the music behind it is certainly quite a violent. Yeah, time. yeah, oh, yes, very you know loud drums and yeah, it's just like wow, what what is he really? Th- I mean, it's also about there's you know. It's a, it's sort of become almost a cliche now, but God only knows. Yeah, that song is has become more than more than even what the song is. Because if you really listen to it, it's not. I don't know. He's very contradictory in what he's saying. Like, uh, like so, in some time, in some senses, life will go on. 
But then it's like, why even, yeah, why what's should? the point? Because I don't have you anymore. And yeah. so, you know, there's definitely a deepness of the emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if you're looking at it from a, from somebody who's chasing rather mm-hmm. than already with somebody, it, 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 yeah. can, it can look pretty creepy. The one thing that I love about Odyssey and Oracle that, that, that is just there and it's kind of, you know, out of nowhere is the pump organ that's mm, on yeah. Butcher's Tail. And yeah. the fact that they actually had it on, had one, not the one, but they had one on stage mm-hmm. that Rod Sargent sat down at and you got to see him, you know, pumping his feet as he's getting the, oh, getting really? the sound out of this thing. And it was fascinating. And In my mind, is it, is it, Black with a spotlight no, as he sings that. No, what no, do they? No, no. It's what they, well, it's he's sitting there and it, the 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 bar, the pump organ is really small. It's not much wider than he is. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris White was was dressed almost in like his Sergeant Pepper finery. Okay, he, he was in like a, a big, a nice blue jacket, mm-hmm. and and he stood alone. It wasn't. It, he was the feature, but it, it's not like the okay. stage was dark. But for yeah. him, and they had projections in back okay. too. His wife had done a number of drawings to go with the Odyssey oh, okay. package. So, but but to hear somebody, I mean, he sang it, he finished it, and. As one, I mean, the the people who were in like the first ten rows mm-hmm. had paid a lot of money for those tickets, and oh sure, and I, and I don't mind. I mean, I'm glad that I I'm glad that I paid yes, what right. I paid for for what I was able to see. But all of all of those, I mean, those are the hardcore ones, mm-hmm. of course. And they jump, they slash we jumped up as one and gave him a two minute standing ovation. It was, I mean, like the band was getting impatient. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The God Only Knows of Odyssey is time of the season, mm-hmm. which again is like, I think about Odyssey when we say trim the fat, and we I couldn't really come up with a good answer, but maybe the answer is reshuffling these songs. You know, that's... Because time of the season is just plopped on there right at the end, after, yeah. uh, you know, just... Yeah, after, after Butcher's Tale. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's such a interesting tale of that song and how it, you know... I mean, is the reason why they're you know touring today probably yeah. is just the interest even, in the even though they broke up before it was released. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's just one. It's yeah, it's a crazy story. And even though it's probably single handedly responsible for the you know in pop culture of who's your daddy, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, such a weird expression, but <laughs> you know, it probably is responsible for that. And but it also gave us you know there is there is a zombies collection of music they tried to do after. Um, right. And a cl- of early um, Colin Bloomstone solo stuff, which is worth checking out mm-hmm. if you if you really want to extend beyond. Um, and then Argent went on to you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> have his own whole yeah, different thing, thing yeah. in the seventies. But uh, maybe my favorite Colin Bloomstone song is Caroline Goodbye, which is a song from his I think his first solo album afterwards, or mm-hmm. it was. Worked on maybe together after before they really broke up, but it sort of dovetails with the end of the Pet Sounds as Caroline, no, which is you know a weird song in the sense of like, is there a better song written about a girl's haircut? I mean, <laughs> it's sort of an odd thing, you know. And again, it's sort of it doesn't date very well. But there's also a song, you know, it reminds me too is that there's also a song they throw on Odyssey on the CD versions, um, Imagine the Swan, yep. which 
again, is like does not date well in the terms of, you know, why don't you just smile? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and telling the girl, just just smile. Smile more. <laughs> but, you know? but that's advice everyone needs. <laughs> yes, right. I mean, it's the same sort of thing where it's a, a girl is changed somehow and not the innocent that she once was. And But it's a parallel between these two things, and, you know, they're both... You could talk for hours on this. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say, let's, let's, let's each pick up. Is, is there a final thought that you want to share? The <laughs> hmm. Uh, I really, you know, I guess, you know, if I had to choose, I, I, I would choose Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, my, probably my favorite cover art. The art you can just look at, mm-hmm. and you don't really understand what's going on. And then there's the famous uh, typo yeah, the where they misspell <laughs> And it's understandable because how it's the the word swirls, yeah, and you a, don't really even you know the amount of times I've searched zombies Odyssey and it says like no results because I've, <laughs> I've got the correct spell. Yeah, you spell it right. Um, but I've got it framed framed up in my house, the album cover. Um, you just look at that and it's just sort of weird, weird techno Technicolor '60s art. Now you see my zombies bag, right? No. Okay. Well, when we'll, we'll okay. get back out, we'll do that. You got an Odyssey bag? I do have an Odyssey mm. bag from from the tour. Um, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I also would pick Odyssey and Oracle. I'm glad that Beach Boys stuff is there, and I'm even happier to have the stuff that Matt talked about the the sessions from mm-hmm. both Smile and Pet Sounds are around the same time. It's the same kind of attitude. Um, to, to to know that they're to know. That there are as many different versions of good vibrations as oh, yeah. there are out there, <laughs> and to like all of them, mm-hmm. and to know all the different versions of heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. And I also know that there's a version of all of this stuff in my head where I would de- deconstruct everything and put it back together. And if I was young and that stuff was available to me, I'd give you a URL and you can go listen <laughs> to it. But in the meantime, thanks a lot for coming in, Matt. I appreciate you wasting Thank all you. your time with no me. No problem. This is HR Voices. I am Tim Kane. Rate, review, subscribe. You'll love it. It's a way of life. This has been a Herald and Review Voices. To participate in Herald and Review Voices or to suggest someone for us to talk to, send an email to timkane at herald-review.com. T-I-M-C-A-I-N at herald-review.com. Call 217-421-6908 or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heraldandreview. Thanks.